Blog Talk Radio. After the death of Solomon, God divided the kingdom of Israel into two houses. There were ten tribes in the northern kingdom known as the Lost Tribes of Israel. They were cast out into the world because of their great sin against God. However, God promised in the last days He would gather these lost tribes back to Israel before the return of our Lord. Unknowingly, some of the churches made up of these lost tribes knows the house of Ephraim. God is now calling them to prepare to come back home to the land He gave our fathers. The call to prepare has been sounded. Ephraimites and Shalom. This is your host, Mark Reinbold, and this is the House of Ephraim show today. We do have with us from Mount Carmel, Illinois, Prophet Tom Deckard. But first, a word from our announcers. And now, from Cradle of Hope are some important announcements for you. This month, from Cradle of Hope is a must-have gift offer, the transition of the church. God has transitioned the church since the days of the book of Acts. Don't miss out on this last and greatest move of God. Jesus Christ is returning for a church full of power and glory. This transition will bring the church forward. Send a gift of $25 or more. Call today and get free shipping if you ask for the Transition of Church gift offer. Call 618-262-2810 or go online at jewishprofit.com. Send a gift of $25 or more and ask for the Transition of the Church gift offer. Hey, welcome back in the show. It's Mark Reinbolt. Got a couple announcements to make before we get going here with our great, great show we have in store for you. I just want to remind everyone that we do have a website, www.jewishprofit.com. That's www.jewishprofit.com. And for all you uh, new people out there, maybe the first time that you've been on, please check that website out. You're going to find out who we are, and you're going to get a hold of a lot of material that you've never seen before. And you want to check that material out because you're going to start to learn the Word of God. And I'm telling you what, what a great opportunity that is. We also have a quarterly coming up here, and you can get more information about that by clicking on the itinerary button on the front page there in the upper left-hand corner and find out what the quarterly and where it's going to be. It's going to be over in Fairfield, Illinois, out what we call lovingly the Corn Patch. And you can be a part of that and begin to learn the material straight from the throne room of God And I'm telling you what, that is a great opportunity, folks. So grab a hold of this and begin to prepare and to plan and get yourself down here and find out for yourself what's going on, and you can become part of this last day move of God, the House of Ephraim. And again, you can get all that information out at the website, www.jewishprophet.com. We also have fellowships available online. So, you know, if you're out there and you don't have a local fellowship or, or you want to begin to learn about the material and begin to plug in with the material. Not only do we have this blog every day, but we also have fellowships available online. That's via Ustream.tv, and we have one on Friday night. I teach one myself Friday night. You can become part of that. There's also a Wednesday midweek service, and we teach only the prophet's material so that you're assured of learning the right material at the right time. What an opportunity, again, that all is. So, again, if you don't already have a fellowship in your area or you just are interested in learning more about what's going on, please consider joining up with that. 
and you can get more information just by emailing us at cradle at jewishprophet.com. That's cradle at jewishprophet.com. And just say, hey, I'd like to sign up for that Shabbat service that Mark was talking about, and certainly love to get you hooked up. If you want to do it just by the telephone, we can do that also. And you can give the office a call, 618-262-2810, and find out more about that also. Like I said earlier, we do have with us from Mount Carmel, Illinois, Prophet Tom Decker. Now, as she so beautifully uh, brought that about, and you know, that that's the reason why it's so important to understand the differences in offices. She's a teacher. She's able to take these things and make examples out of them, and all of a sudden you begin to understand. A lot of what she said, I, I've said this weekend. But she took that which God laid into her bucket, as I'm always saying, poured out to you, and did it in a way that makes where you live today combined to it. See, prophets only bring revelation knowledge. We, honest to golly, don't care whether you get it or you don't get it. We just bring it because that's what we do. You do with it whatever you have. See around in heaven if you get there, okay? Out the door we go. So that's a reason. See, and that's what I've always said for years and years and years. The problems that we've had in, in the church world is we wouldn't let the real prophets in. So therefore, we didn't have the, the kind of revelation knowledge that the church needed. Revelation knowledge comes from only the, the real prophets. And bless God, then that revelation knowledge is taken by the other of the, other, the four ministries, uh, offices, and then they teach into that revelation knowledge as to the gifting of the office in which they walk in. Then that makes what? Then it makes it all come together. It makes it all work, and it makes it all work very, very nicely. So I appreciate that. Uh, you know, I used to always say, and of course with Donna being a teacher, you know, uh, back in the, the back in the charismatic in the charismatic uh, circles, uh, teachers can get a little boring. Amen. If you've been around charismatics, you you know that they get into the Greek and they and, and that was fine, okay. But but you really had to you really had to focus. And you really had to get on. Then I began to realize. That the, that, that the true calling within uh, the teacher's uh, profession with God is to be able to do what? Is be, to be able to give examples that you can relate to where you live today. Now, um, uh, as she so wellingly gave that, as I said, uh, she got to the part where we know that Judah was the son that was all out of sorts when his brother Ephraim come home, wasn't he? I've been here all the time. I've done all this work, and here I am. And boy, Pop, you just, wow, wow, you just killed a fatted cow. I never got any of that. That's Judah. Now, the interesting thing about this is that I've had the opportunity to sit with the two chief rabbis of Israel on different occasions. And when I have told them that I will bring to them the stick of Ephraim, which is scriptural, and place it once again, finally, in the hands of Judah, it will become one stick. Their eyes got big. And you know, I could see the fulfilling of the prodigal son coming to pass in our generation. I could see it in their eyes. I could hear it in their voices. How dare you? We've been here. We have spilled our blood. I said, and thank you, Brother Judah, that God gave you the opportunity to spill your blood for us to watch over this land, and to keep this land, because we're coming home. Why? Because our Heavenly Father is looking for us. I like the thing with the binoculars, okay? 
He's looking for us. He's anticipating. And those years ago, 20 years ago when that angel came into my dining room right there next to the sliding glass door and said to me, take the shofar, go outside on that porch and you blow up one blast as long and as hard as you can blow it and then you scream at the top of your lungs, Ephraim, come home. And I did exactly what I was told to do. When I walked back in the threshold of my home, the angel was still standing there, and the angel says, Now it is planted in the earth, and God will bring it forth. Then it was planted, and it's coming forth. And I knew, and I was so thrilled I couldn't sleep. I'm telling you, I was so thrilled that, bless God, I, I lay down, and all I could think about, my Lord and my God, we are about within our generation to fulfill. And the prodigal son is about to come home. Thank God that he's merciful, all right? His mercies endureth forevermore, amen? So, so, so you know, there's Judah, and he's all uh, peed off about all this thing. You know what I told him? I said, you'll get over it. And they will. Why? Because we're going to fulfill what God had. Now, the other thing I want you to do is turn with me in the book of Ezekiel. Okay, and we're going to look into uh, uh, the 11th chapter into the 15th verse. Son of man, thy brethren, even thy brethren, the, the men of thy kindred, and all the house of Israel, holy. Now, uh, at this point in time within the Scriptures, and one of the places that I've said over and over again that we have made some grave errors in, in studying the Scriptures is to misunderstand the word Israel. After the time of Solomon, after the kingdom was divided into half, the northern and southern ends, ten tribes of Donis' head went north, the two tribes, of the small tribe of the Benjamites, Judah and the Levites, stayed in, in Jerusalem, the southern end. Now, most people, when they read from that point on of the history of Israel, they begin to see Israel, when it says Israel, they think the whole of Israel. Unless it is indicated as the whole of Israel, then it is what? The house of Israel, the house of Joseph, and the house of Ephraim is what the northern kingdom was always known as. So a lot of times, people, when they study this, they they it. Now, here it's been indicated to us that it's the whole of it, okay? Uh, they whom, whom the inhabitants of Jerusalem have said, uh, Get ye far from the Lord unto us, this is the land given in possession. Therefore say... Thus saith the Lord God, although I have cast them far off among the heathen. Now, who's he talking about? Talking about Ephraim. He said, and although I have scattered them among the countries, yet will I be to them a little sanctuary in the countries where they shall come. Therefore say, say thus saith the Lord God, I will even gather you from the people and assemble you out of the countries where ye have been scattered. Who did the scattering? God did. And I will give you the land of Israel. Now, 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 folks, this is, this is after Ephraim has been what? Scattered, and there are the four corners of the earth, not knowing who they are, by the tongue that they speak, the color of their skin, but God is saying, I will give you the land, I will give you the land of Israel. It was given to your forefathers. Now, as it goes on here, and he makes an estimate, and they shall come hither, and they shall take away all the detestable things thereof, and all the abominations thereof from thence. So evidently, just exactly what we were studying through, uh, through Donna here, Sister Donna came up here and began to talk about how that, uh, you know, he was out doing what? 
uh, laying with, feeding the hogs, and that's where he had a bit, you know, that's where he got a job. Then he had to end up eating the same husk that the hogs were eating. And so he says, come away from those detestable things, the abominations. I will give them one heart, and I will put a new spirit within you. Now, for those of you that have blessed God, uh, accepted, and full, with a full heart, accepted the fact that, yes, I am Ephraim. I know that I am part of those lost tribes, in which I've said, that's who the church became. The church became Ephraim and never knew it and weren't supposed to know it until the time God brought the revelation from the mouth of the prophet. Now, we, we, those of you, do, isn't there a new spirit in us? There's a new spirit in us. There, there's something that's happened that, bless God, that never, that's never happened to us before. When, when we received Christ, a new spirit came in us, right? Oh, now what about those of us who received uh, the, uh, the baptism, the Rahakadish, the Holy Ghost? A new spirit felt that it came into us, right? Amen. And the same type of a feeling of a new spirit came when this came. And and that's the reason I've always said uh, don't don't despise what's going on in your hearts. Your hearts will dictate to you. As I told the two chief rabbis of Israel when they said, well, how are you going to find them? They're lost. I said, their hearts will give them away. Your hearts have given you away. It isn't somebody trying to preach at you and make you believe something. I don't have to preach all over this country or anything, but from come home and hearts begin to leap and people begin to say, I have now found my destiny. And that's what it's about. It isn't trying to argue you away from your religion. It's not trying to show you something that you don't seem to know. I'm looking for my brothers. I'm looking for my sisters. I'm looking for the tribes that were cast to the four corners of this world. And they're all over North America and other points of this world. They're everywhere. Somewhere 50, 60, 70 million of us out here. Will we find them? Oh, we'll find them. Why? Your hearts are going to give you away. It's in your heart. It's either people say, well, now I want to sit down and argue with you a little bit, Brother Decker. And I said, don't let the door hit you in the butt on the way out there, soldier. Because I'm not here to argue with you. I'm here looking for Ephraim. If you can't get a hold of this, you're not Ephraim. And I'm not spending my time trying to teach you anything because you're evidently unteachable to start out with. You wouldn't be here judging me. People say, well, I don't like preachers like that. Well, then that's your problem. That's not mine. I'm commission of God together in North America, Ephraim, and I will find Ephraim. I'm finding you, aren't I? We just rarely had 20 people when we came here the first time. We will outgrow this room in another time or two here. Why? Because you that are Ephraim are going to start saying, you better listen to this. You better listen. You you may be Ephraim. Some of them are going to be, some of them aren't going to be. But other people say, well, what about my family that says, says I'm Ephraim, they've got to be Ephraim, but they don't want to think that they're Ephraim. No, no, the Scripture says that any time that they should have eyes to see or ears to hear, they'll be received. Thank God it's not three strikes and you're out. Thank God it's not. Thank God it's not or we'd all be done, right? I said one time, I said, you know why I'm not God, don't you? And somebody looked at me kind of funny, and I said, if I was God, I'd struck everybody dead and then zap myself out, and wonder where would we be? Okay? Good thing he's God, and we're who we are. Amen? Amen. Now, 
He talks about a new spirit within you, and I will take the stony heart out of their flesh. I will give them a heart of flesh, which we, we know about that if you study the Scripture, that they will walk in my statutes and keep my ordinances and do them. Now, who is this? This is Ephraim. This is the lost tribes, and they shall be my people. I will be their God. Now, but as for them whose heart walketh after the heart of their detestable things and their abominations, I will recompense their way upon their own heads, saith the Lord God. Now, now let me tell you what that is. That is the judgment of God that's now on this earth that you're seeing and that I'm going to talk about for an hour and a half or two hours here at 2 o'clock this afternoon uh, about the prophecy into this thing. But the judgments of God are here in this earth now. And I'm going to go all the way back to somewhere probably 1990. Uh, some of the visions came in the mid-80s to the mid-90s, and we're going to go through a lot of that stuff that you're seeing on TV just as you watched it this morning and the things that they're talking about and the things that are, especially with what just happened with Russia. That vision came all the way back in the, uh, I don't know where that was, not, right at the beginning of 90. And I'm going to, I'm going to tell you about the vision and, and, and how that two years before Russia, before Russia folded the tent up, I was prophesying, and I'll prophesy to you the vision that the angel brought to me. And it's fulfilled, and Russia's done exactly what the vision said Russia would do, and it's going to continue to do even more so. So, so we, are, we are here, and what, what this is really saying, that 24th verse, 21st verse is, Ephraim, uh, you're having an opportunity to come out. Ephraim, you're having an opportunity to find out what divine protection is really all about. Ephraim, you're about to find out the 91st Psalm belongs to the covenant of God. It doesn't belong to Christianity. And that has teed, notice I used the word tee there, that has teed uh, the, the Christian community off to no end with me saying that. How dare you say that? How dare I not say it? Because it's not worked. We have, we have said, oh, well, we have the 91st Psalm. There's no plague, no pestilence, nothing come nigh my dwelling, no, my child. We'll have, but where's it at in all the people that are dying around this world? Where's the 91st Psalm protecting anybody that's having to go through these tsunamis and these hurricanes? The tornadoes, the floods, the fires. Where's it at? It's not there. What intended to be there? We walked away from it. And now God is saying, come home, Ephraim. We're going to do it. Uh, turn over with me to, to, uh, to the 37th chapter. And, of course, this is the, uh, this is the chapter that uh, we as ministers and probably you as uh, parishioners have sat and listened to for years. And we called it, what, the, the dry bones. But nobody really grasped a hold of the revelation knowledge that these dry This is Ephraim. Now, listen, we're in the first verse. The hand of the Lord was upon me and carried me out in the spirit of the Lord and set me down in the midst of the valley, which were full of bones, and caused me to pass by them round about. And behold, there was very many in the open valley, and lo, they were very dry. And he said unto me, Son of man, can, can these bones live? Can these come alive, the, the, these dry bones? And now who's dry? We are. See, again, in Hosea, in Hosea, the eighth chapter of Hosea, uh, and I'm sorry, the second chapter of Hosea, it says that Ephraim is a cake not turned. In other words, we're done on one side, we have been baked on one side, 
But as I explained there this weekend, you know, if you do a pancake, you, it has one side, but you've got to turn it this way to get a, have a complete something to eat, right? Well, Ephraim, the church, has Christ. What we didn't have was what? The covenant. Because we misunderstood that Jesus Christ was a continuation of the covenant. He wasn't the beginning of one and the ending of another one called what? The old covenant. But yet, Sister Donna tells us that, bless God, by the Scripture, and I know she read two of those Scriptures, I think there's three of them, that, bless God, that the covenant is going to be perpetual, it's going to be everlasting, it's going to be forever, throughout a thousand generations. Now, folks, that's, that's scriptural proof that it didn't end. I love the way that she tied in and brought us to the fact of understanding we are grafted in. Isn't that what Paul said? You are Israeli, whether by blood or whether you came in of your own free will of accepting Christ. But you're still a cake half-turned, or a cake not turned, or a cake half-baked. How's that? Now, he goes on here to say, he says, uh, <clears throat> uh, third verse, And I said to me, Son of man, can these bones live? And I answered, O Lord God, thou knowest, because they did know. Again he said unto me, Prophesy upon these bones, and say unto them, O ye dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. Now that's exactly what this prophet is doing. Ephraim, come home! And I am prophesying to the deadness of the church. I am prophesying to the people out here that bless God, whose forefathers, and through the generations upon generations, all the way back to, to, to that of Solomon's death itself, has waited, has lingered, and now the time has come, and this generation will bring forth and will produce that which our forefather was run to the four corners of the earth, and now God promises in the Scriptures He will gather us back together, bring us back to our land. We will put our hand in, in the hand of our brother Judah, go up that holy hill, and worship the Lord God together. Now, if you know anything about the Orthodox, okay, if you know anything about them, you're going, you, one thing you know is, they're not going to move off of what they believe. Okay? They're not going to do that. So we're not going to go over there as Christians and bless God, go over there and bless God, act like the heathens that we are and go up that holy hill with none of them. We're going to provoke them to jealousy. Again, as Donna pointed out here this morning. But we're going to do that because we do have Yeshua, our Lord and Savior, and we are going to keep the covenant, and we're going to turn this world upside down for God. Now, they lack Yeshua, okay? Now, when they, Yeshua comes into their life, then they're going to be happy, and after they get done mourning for the one whom they've per pierced, then they're going to get happy, and then they're going to look at, at, they're going to look at Ephraim, and they're going to go, boy, I'm we glad if you came back and taught us all this stuff about Yeshua. Be part of our commission, okay? So, as we, as we make this journey... And these bones, that these bones have been prophesied to. Now listen, and sixth verse, and I will lay sin you upon you, and will bring up flesh upon you, and cover you with skin, and, and put breath in you, and ye shall live, and ye shall know that I am the Lord. So I prophesied as I was commanded, and as I prophesied, there was a noise. There was, a, and behold, a shaking, and the bones came uh, together, bone to his bone. What's happened? Ephraim, come home! begin to shake. The bones begin to have begun to come alive, haven't they? Those of us that 
that, that blessed God, detested the law and, and hated the law and called the law bondage. And as Donna said, leave me alone. Okay? Leave us alone. If this is bondage, give me another pound and a half of it. Because we walk in the blessings of God. We don't have to pray about it. Folks, so I can stand here and spend the rest of the morning, I won't, telling you about things that show up at our house. We needed a refrigerator. It showed up. We had an old refrigerator. It just showed up. Truck drove up. The guy got out. I said, what are you doing? He said, is this such and such a dress? I said, yeah. He said, well, he said, uh, you, 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 you ordered a refrigerator. I said, I didn't order nothing. I said, you got the wrong house, friend. I said, I'm not paying for no. Oh, no, he said, it's already paid for. Oh, re- oh. Boy, was it a nice one. And I said, bring it on in. We had an old couch and, a, and a, a little love seat that we'd have forever that when you sat down in, you almost got down to the floor. You know, you ever, And to get up, if you weren't young, somebody was going to have to pull you up. huh? Furniture truck drives up. Guy knocks on the door and says, yeah. He said, I have a delivery. I look out and I see it says furniture company. I said, I didn't order any furniture. Well, he said, mister, you must have because he said, Here, here's, where, here's where I'm to deliver it. Now, I'm getting smarter. I said, um, is it paid for? He said, yeah. I said, bring it on in. We don't buy cars. They're given to us. We don't buy anything. It's given to us. Handed to me. What's that all about? Folks, it's in the book. It's It's the covenant. If it will work for Don and I, will it work for you? It has to work for you, or this whole thing's a lie. See, that's the reason I'm saying it's going to take some time to get it started. That's the reason the last quarter we've had, now we've been here in the States now full-time for three years. And now we're beginning to have people come to testify and say, boy, listen to what I have happening for me. And now you know what? It's going to explode. The reason it's going to explode is I haven't lied to you. I've told you the truth. This covenant is still viable and alive for you today if you want to receive it. If you're Ephraim, you come home. If you don't think you are, there's a door. There's nothing we can do for you. You know, you couldn't change me. If I was a Republican and you a Democrat, we'd argue all day long. I'd still be a Republican when it was over. You'd still be a Democrat, right? Same thing here. I don't need your religion. You may not want my Ephraim, okay? That's fine. That's your opinion. That's my opinion. But the Scriptures are the telltale. Now listen, he said, he said, Aethrus, and when I beheld, lo, the sinew and the flesh came upon them, the skin covered them above, and, and there was no breath in them. Then said unto me, Prophesy unto the wind, Prophesy thou, son, and say to the wind, uh, Thus saith the Lord God, Come from the four winds, O breath, and breathe upon these slain that, that they may live. What's God done through the blast of that shofar? He sent it to the four corners of this earth. And when I screamed, Ephraim, come home, what, what began to happen? Now listen. So I prophesied as he commanded me, and the breath came into them, and they lived and stood up on their feet, and an exceedingly great army. And that's what's beginning to happen right now. The bones are shaken. They're shaken and coming to get into life. And they're beginning to stand up. Are all of them standing up? Oh, no, no, no. This is just the beginning of a great, 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 great army of God. 
standing up. Will it continue? Not because of a prophet it won't continue. It will continue because it was prophesied in the volume of the book. Okay? It has nothing to do with this prophet. It has everything to do with what was written for these old prophets. It has nothing to do with religion. It's got everything to do with the ten lost tribes that was driven from the land of Israel, their land, by God himself, because they defiled the covenant. They went against the very principles and the things of God. They changed the times and the seasons of the, of the covenant, which was given to them for the, by the festivals of the Lord God for perpetual covenant unto them, the Bible says. It goes on to say, Then he said unto me, Son of man, these bones are the whole house of Israel. Behold, they say our bones are dried and our hope is lost. We are cut off from our parts. Again, everywhere I go, I said, well, now, the reason you're here in this room is because the church isn't quite giving you everything you need. Some of us have decided, well, there's more than what we're getting. You know something? People don't come to meetings like this unless they're searching or they want to come and judge. Well, I'll come and let you know whether he's a prophet or not. Well, God talks to me every day. Well, we've been cut off. I mean, this thing's not happening. We're praying in Jesus' name, and, and there's not enough things happening to pray in Jesus' name to spit on. And yet Jesus said, ask what you will in my name and I'll do it. Now, I'm going to tell you something. Jesus Christ is either a bald-faced liar or you've got a problem. And there is no in-between to that. You can't reconcile that by, oh, he's off in the Bahamas this week. No, no, you can't do that. He's either God and this thing's all the truth, or it's not God, it's a lie, and let's go find another game to play because this one's not working. And that's where you've got to come with this thing. You've got to understand that God closed. He hid this thing from us until the time and the hour of His choosing, which as far as I know was about 20 years ago, that He was going to open this thing up and He was going to call Ephraim home and the bones were going to start shaking together and the fulfillment of this old prophet was going to start to take come to pass. And that's what's happening. Whether the church likes it or they don't like it. Now, Therefore prophesy, the twelfth verse, say to them, Thus saith the Lord, Behold, my people, I will open your graves and cause you to come up out of your graves and bring you into the land of Israel. There is a proof that God is going to, one of the proofs that God is going to do what? Bring Ephraim back physically to the land of Israel. And there's, back on the back table, we have um, a whole weekend that we did, uh, and we called it Ephraim Come Home. I don't, I think there's 50 or 60 scriptures that, that uh, it totally goes into to showing you that this isn't... See, again, I keep saying, most of Christianity, uh, uh, when it, uh, well, let's use the one I use all the time. The rapture is really based on about two scriptures. Now, folks, two scriptures is not enough, to, not enough to make doctrine about. This thing with Ephraim come home starts in Genesis, goes all the way back to the book of Revelation. There isn't, there isn't just one or two scriptures, there's hundreds of scriptures that lie back on the tables in the back of this room. If you're interested, you're going to have to study. Like Donna said, you know, we all want to arrive tomorrow. I said yesterday at some point in time, I said, it's going to take you, you know, it's going to take you, you know, uh, three, four, five years to get yourself really, really solid in this thing. But that doesn't mean you're not going to can't be blessed and things not happen while you're on your way to that, because it will. People say, well, I don't have three, four, five. Oh, yes, you do. I got news for you. There's, there, you, 
you know, I'll try to talk about that this afternoon. This afternoon, uh, how I know by vision, uh, pretty close to the timing of Ephraim going home and what's going to take place. But uh, wasn't directly told. But I'll I'll go through that with you this afternoon if we have time. Um, Thirteen verse, and you shall know that I am the Lord when I have opened your graves, O my people, and brought you up out of uh, out of your graves. And I will put my spirit in you, and you shall live, and I shall place you in your own land. There it is again. Then shall you know that I, the Lord God, have spoken and performed it, saith the Lord. Now, this is when the 15th verse down. down. Now, this is, when I, this is what I spoke to the chief rabbis of Israel about. Now, listen closely. Now, the word of the Lord came unto me, saying, Moreover, thou son of man, take thee one stick and write upon it for Judah, and for the children of Israel, his companions, and take another stick and write upon it for Joseph, the stick of Ephraim. Now, who's the northern kingdom? The house of Israel, the house of Joseph, the house of Ephraim. And for all the house of Israel, his companions. And join them one to another into one stick, and they shall become one in my hand. So that is scriptural proof that the day is going to come when Judah, which has shed his blood to hold the land for us, and Ephraim, which was scattered to the four points of this earth, to not be known by their skin or the color of skin or the tongue that they speak, would one day come back together in the land of Israel and become one. Right now, we're two, okay? Number one reason why is Judah don't know where we're at, okay? And, but I'm going to tell you, those two old chief rabbis, they do know the Scripture, know it real, real well. And bless God, they know that there is a time that's going to come when, bless God, they're going to have to move over and they're not liking it very well, okay? Because they're going to have to make room for the rest of the brothers. They're going to have to make room for the rest of them. And, and, and so, you know, and that's the reason they're a little argumentative about it. That's the reason they're... But you understand something. We're the prodigal son. They're the one that's been there holding all this, shedding their blood for all this. It's their, it's their buses being blown up with their kids on them, not ours. Come on. Do they have a reason to say, why, Father, would you kill the cockeyed, fatted cow for them? They're out here whoring this world for these generations, and now you bring them back and just open your arms up and hug them and kiss them. Thank God for mercy. He's the one that scattered us, and He's the one that will bring us back. Okay? So, so we know then that, 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 that we're going to be one again, one nation, all twelve tribes and the Levites. And when the children of thy people shall speak unto thee, saying, Wilt thou not show us what this meaneth by, by these? Say unto them, Thus saith the Lord God, Behold, I will take the stick of Joseph, which is in the hand of Ephraim, and the, and the tribes of Israel's fellows, and will put them with him, even with the stick of Judah, and make them one stick, and, and they shall be one in mine hand. Now, God's plan, okay, God's plan is absolutely perfect. Do you know what happens with God's plan? We get in the middle of it and have our opinions, okay? And I have oft, I've said for years now, the biggest problem we got is the word religion. And we've got way too much religion and not enough word. We have been indoctrinated to somebody's opinion about sections of this book called the Holy Scriptures, the Holy Bible. As a Jew, it's called the Tanakh, all right? The writings of Moses and the prophets. Now, 
with God's infinite wisdom, He knew that, bless God, that we were going to go through what we have now come through called the dispensation of grace. Do you know what that was? 2,000 years to get things right. Okay? Get ourselves, get everything right. 2,000 years. Jesus Christ has come. He's done what He came to do. And now what's God doing? Now He's doing what? He's continuing the covenant. That's the reason I said when Christ come, He wasn't the beginning of, the, of, of something new and the ending of something. No, no. He just came and did what the Scripture said. He did what? We now have been. We now have walked away from the curse within the law because He came. What was that curse? You couldn't get to heaven. And now He just came, and bless God, He fulfilled and became once and for all the living Lamb of Almighty God, shed His blood that we might have eternal life with Him. We don't have to worry about killing a lamb once a year at Passover and sprinkling it in the Holy of Holies upon that seat to be forgiven our sins for one year. But see, that forgave your sins, but it didn't get you to heaven. Now, we, what was it? Well, doesn't that sound like God just saying, okay, well, now, wait a minute. Now, wait a minute. That, that's not the same covenant back there. The Moses, well, no, whoa, wait a minute. Moses didn't have the same covenant that Noah had either, did he? Can you understand? The transitioning, which I'm big about teaching and preaching and have been for years and years and years, even fell within that. Because the Noahide covenant did what God had to have it do for the people that was there at that time. Then it moved over to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Then, bless God, it moved over to Moses. And then, bless God, it moved over to what? To what we call the New Testament or the coming of the Messiah, the Mashiach. And, bless God, now, now where are we at? There's one more dispensation. There's one more moving of that, of, of that covenant. And where is it to? It is unto Ephraim the returning of those ten tribes to become one again with that of Judah, the little tribe of the Benjamites and the Levites. Will it happen? It's happening right before our very eyes. And bless God, let me tell you something. It's going to happen in spite. It's going to happen in spite, bless God, of, uh, of no matter what you and I think. See, there again, he's going to do this thing with you or without you, it does, with or without me. It doesn't matter. But you, again... As I told those old rabbis, I said, their hearts will give them away. You know, some of the Messianic movement thinks that it, the DNA. I had a, a Jew uh, tell me that, well, those false tribes have all been found. He said, you've you got, you got to accept that. You're preaching something here. He said, that's, that's heresy. I said, oh, let's play your game for a while. Uh, 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 who did they find that, 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 that stood up and said, since they're lost and don't know who they are, that I'm Ephraim to take uh, DNA from to find out who the rest of them are. And he looked at me and he said, you hear what he said? He didn't know. I said, brother, you've taken on that kind of fallacy for Scripture? I'm going to tell you something, folks. I said it this weekend. I don't know how many times. Not everything sparkles is gold. Not everything that it's just not just because somebody says something doesn't make it right. See, that's the reason I keep saying over and over again: it's got to be in the book. If it's not in the book, just don't get tied up into it. Well, now, Brother Deckard, uh, uh, this afternoon, are we going to have gold dust fall down on us like uh, the people have in some other place in their meetings? If you do, it'll be the devil doing it. There's nowhere in that scripture where gold dust fell down on anybody. 
Nowhere in there that that happens. And I, I don't know whether you've heard me. Well, if you've never been around me, you never heard it. But I've got a friend that knows for a fact that one of his friends caught him putting gold dust in the in the ductwork. Come on. Time to grow up, folks. It's time to understand something. There's a bunch of phony balonies out here. There's a bunch of stuff going on out here that should never have got. But you know why? Do you know why those things are happening? The church needs the reality of a living God. And with every wind of doctrine, we run here, we run there. But you see, that's the reason I said the whole thing that's going on down there in Florida. That All that is, is fulfilling Scripture. That they'll run to and fro throughout the earth looking for the truth, but not able to find it. Because why? God is moving on. He's not moving back. He's moving on. Well, that's a, uh, there's more to say here. Let me, let me jump down here. Um, uh, well, twenty twenty, and the sticks whereon thou writest shall be in thine hand before their eyes. And say unto them, Thus saith the Lord God: Behold, I will take the children of Israel from among the heathen, whether they be gone, and will gather them on every side and bring them into their own land. Now, who is that? The children of Israel, the northern kingdom. And I will make them one nation in the land upon the on the mountain of Israel, and one king shall be king over them all. Who's that going to be? Yeshua, Jesus. And they shall be no more two nations, neither shall they be divided into two kingdoms any more at all. So in other words, we're going to be one forevermore. Neither shall they defile themselves any more with their idols, nor with their detestable things, nor with, the, with their transgressions. But I will save them out of all their dwelling places wherein they have sinned, and I will cleanse them so that they will be my people, and I will be their God. And I, pro- and I prophesied and said, now, at this time right now, where we're at now, and it's happened back months ago that, bless God, the sins of Ephraim have now been forgiven him. That's the reason we're open to walk into this thing, and these blessings begin to be poured out upon us from heaven itself. Now, it goes on to say, And David, my servant, shall be king over them. And they shall all have one shepherd, with the Lord Yeshua. They shall also walk in my judgments and serve my statutes and do them. Same thing that he preaches and teaches and pounds on, throughout the Tanakh, is keep my law. Do my commandments and be blessed. Do them and live, okay? And and he goes on, and they shall dwell. Now listen, they shall dwell in the land that I have given unto Jacob, my servant, wherein your fathers are dwelt, and they shall dwell therein, even they and their children and their children's children, forever, and my servant David shall be their prince forever. Moreover, I will make a covenant of peace with them, it shall be an everlasting covenant with them, and I will place them and multiply them, and I will set my sanctuary in the midst of them forevermore. My tabernacle also will be with them. Yea, I will be their God, and they shall be my people, and the heathen shall know that the Lord doth sanctify Israel when my sanctuary shall be in the midst of them forevermore. Sounds like something real big, real important, and real powerful is about to happen. Doesn't it? You will see this fulfilled before your very eyes in this generation, this time. We live in one of the most exciting times that this world has ever known. We live in a time of great turmoil. We live in a time of judgment from Almighty Yahweh Himself to this earth. We live amongst the worst and the best of times. But as I keep saying, for those of you that will come out, you'll come out and you'll come back to the covenant and you will keep the testimony 
of, of, of His precious Son, Yeshua. Bless God, you are not like them, and God's protection will keep you and yours through all this. Are we going to go through it? Yeah, you're going to go through it. Are you going to fly away? No, I'm sorry. You're going to stay right here with the rest of us. You're going to have to be prepared. You're going to have to understand how to prepare. You're going to have to understand how to use the angels, how to walk into the miraculous. You're going to have to understand what the little widow lady, what, bless God, she must have felt like when she kept going into that room. And I see it as being a little closet, okay? Opening that door and getting another something meal out of the barrel. The cruise of oil didn't run dry. You're going to know what that is, brothers and sisters. You're going to know what a what a what what kind of a God that He is all about. But you're going to have to get to the covenant before that's ever going to happen. See, without that happening for you, you're not going to make it. And that's the part that breaks my heart. I can't scream loud enough, I can't scream hard enough, and I can't scream long enough in these cities for people to understand. And just a handful of you right now are willing to listen. And out of the handful of you, some of you are going to come in and keep the covenant and do great exploits in these last days. But let me tell you something. This thing will change. It will drastically change when this first plague that I'm going to talk about this afternoon is about to come on this earth. Because I'm going to tell you why. You're about to find out that the church can't take care of you. That the church isn't going to do a thing for you. Why? The 91st Psalm doesn't cover you under the blood of Jesus Christ. I'm sorry. You know what that blood did for you and only did for you? Got you eternal life. And somehow the church took that and turned it around and did a whole lot of things, made a whole lot of promises that didn't work. And now people are starting to say, "Uh uh-oh. Ah, the guy could be right. Then you've got to prove it right by studying. Amen? Hey, thank you again so much. That's Prophet Tom Deckard, Mount Carmel, Illinois, Cradle of Hope Ministries. Again, you can get more information out at the website, www.jewishprophet.com. Get out there, do yourself a favor, find out what's going on here, and you won't be disappointed. So, again, you can also get more. All the tape series is out there on the website for you to get a hold of. I greatly encourage you to get all that. You can also email your prayer request to cradle at jewishprophet.com, and we'll be praying for your prayer request. Again, that's cradle at jewishprophet.com. Shalom. Until next week, remember, with God, all things are possible. Shemalah, <laughs> 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 <laughs>